Well, we've been in uh, our series called Simple, and uh, we are going to put a bow on that that series today. I will tell you, uh, I was talking about gifts, and of course, I certainly do believe that the greatest gift that we've ever been given is the gift of Jesus. That's the very best gift. But every now and then, the Lord will also give us some additional gifts. And the person who's coming to speak today has been a major gift in my life. She has spoken. She's anointed. She is just somebody who throws her all at the Lord. But probably the greatest uh, relationship that she and I have is that I can really consider her a true, true friend. Would you all welcome Vonda Coble this morning as she shares and closes out our series called Simple. Amen. Oh, okay. How's everybody doing today? Good, 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 good. I got a, a, a little bag of gifts here, so please forgive me. We are about to... Um, Start off today reading the Word of God, so if you don't mind, you can go ahead and stand up. You guys have been in Colossians, so we are going to finish up in Colossians. All right, now, as I told uh, the first service, I'm in a little transitional time. Oh, that's great. It's already up there. Okay, good. I'm in a transitional time where um, I can't see things far away, but when I put on my glasses and my contacts, I can't see things close up. So here we go. Yeah, life, life just goes on. But you all have yours and I have mine. So let's read together, if you would, please. Devote yourselves to prayer, being watchful and thankful. And pray for us, too, that God may open a door for our message so that we may proclaim the mysteries of Christ, for which I am in chains. Pray that I may proclaim it clearly as I should. Be wise in the way you act toward outsiders. Make the most of every opportunity. Let your conversation be always full of grace, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how to answer everyone. Tychius will tell you all the news about me. He is a dear brother, a faithful minister, and fellow servant in the Lord. I am sending him to you for the express that you may know about our circumstances and that he may encourage. Lord, thank you so very much for this day. We thank you for the opportunity to be in your presence because your presence is here. I just pray to Heavenly Father that you open each and every one of our eyes so that we can see everything that you have for us. Open up our ears so that we can hear exactly what you have to say to each and every one of us. And open up our hearts so that they are soft, so that when we see and when we hear what you have to say, we can move in what you are calling us to move into. We thank you. We honor you. We are so blessed to be your children and your creation. In Jesus' name, and the whole church said, Amen. Amen. Well, have a seat. Welcome to the simple life. 
Welcome back to The Simple Life. Um, I am, my background is in education. I've been a teacher for a long time. And in the teaching profession, we say that we're going to give something the KISS method, which is K for keep, I is for it, and then simple is for S. Now, some people say stupid. I don't particularly like that. So I say smarty. Keep it simple, smarty. Or you can do like uh, Pastor Bruce. He, he's been praying for me about this and he sent me a text and it said, keep it simple, sister. I said, okay, I can do that. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to continue to do just that. Okay. All right. Um, God is giving us the word from Colossians. Paul was the writer, as you all already know, um, your pastor kind of shared that with you in the beginnings of everything. And the book of Colossians, he wrote for the Colossian church, or I don't know if I said it right, but we're going to keep moving. But the word is also good for us today. The season hasn't changed. Are we the church? Yes. Is, is it the building the church or are we the church? Okay, just making sure we're all on the same page. So this is a seasoned message for all of us, right? And so as I was studying for this, the Lord placed it on my heart. He said, Vonda, look into the message Bible and read what the message Bible has to say as well. So we're going to do that, okay? So if you don't mind, stay with me. Pray diligently, stay alert with your eyes wide open in gratitude. Don't forget to pray for us that God will open doors for telling the mysteries of Christ. Even while I'm locked up in this jail, pray that every time I open my mouth, I'll be able to make Christ plain as day to them. Uh Oh, I switched it. Did I need to switch it? Did I switch it? Okay. Okay. Talk to me, y'all. Okay, Um, use your heads as you live and work among outsiders. Don't miss a trick. Make the most of every opportunity. Be gracious in your speech. The goal is to bring out the best in others in a conversation, not put them down, not cut them out. Okay. Now I said, talk to me. So let me just go ahead and let you know so that it's, we're not, it's not an awkward moment. I like for you all to talk with me. Now you can, you're more than welcome to amen. You're more than welcome. Go ahead, girl. You're more than welcome to do any of that, but I'm going to have questions for you as well. Talk to me. It's a lot of us in here. Don't pretend like it's just me in here. Okay. So talk to me. All right. So this is what I need to know. I need to know what are the two greatest laws? Okay. All right. Good answer. Somebody's been teaching y'all well. In Matthew 22, 37 through 39, it states, you must love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest of laws. The second is like it. You must love your neighbor as you love yourself. The book of Colossians is a book of connections. Okay, I have a Bible study here. I would just like to disclaimer really quickly uh, or a side note, either one. If you have a Bible and don't have a study Bible, it is worth every bit of the money to purchase yourself one. Okay, it gives you insights. It gives you more information. It tells you a little bit about what was going on in the culture at that time, why Jesus said what he said, why he did what he did. It is a blessing. And um, it actually has like these little profiles that gives you more information in depth on some of the people in the Bible too. (laughs) Now listen, just in case y'all don't know, I do like drama. Okay. I am. 
a little bit of a drama queen, okay? But you find out so many different things about people. It's really worth it, okay? And since I know y'all spend money on stuff, okay? Spend it on the word. Anywho, I said all that to say that the study Bible told me it's about connections. Colossians is about connections, connections with the Lord and then connections with each other. So what we're going to do is because the book, remember, was written for the church, right? So it was written for people who believe in Jesus Christ, written for Christians. What are we supposed to do? How do we act? Um, You all know I'm an educator. I like to know how things are supposed to look like, sound like, and feel like. So that's what we're going to do today, okay? We're going to break this up and we're going to talk about what Colossians is saying, what it looks like, sounds like, and feels like. So let's get started. Simple Connections, part one. It says, pray diligently. Pray diligently means pray all the time. It's real simple, (laughs) right? Pray diligently. It means pray in your closet. There are times when you need to be praying just you and the Lord. Shut the cell phone off. Turn off the TV. uh, Turn off your children. Good luck with that. Anyway, (laughs) but do something. Put yourself in a place where you are talking simply to him, right? It also means just communicating. Do you guys know that you were praying this morning? When you were talking about how awesome God was, you were talking to him. You were doing it with a melody, you know, a melody. Some of you sound beautiful, beautiful. Some of you did not. It's okay. You know, in the Lord's ears, it all sounds good. Okay. So you were praying, you were telling him how great he is, how awesome he is. But please know this prayer is also a two-way communication. Yeah. Have you ever been communicating with somebody and you found out real quick? Oh, okay. You just want me to listen. Yeah. Is it just me? You've never conversated with somebody and you realize this is just your world and I'm just here going. Mm hmm. Okay. Okay. Side note. Here's another side note. Let me tell you all something because we live in a very interesting world. Pay attention to what you mm-hmm to. Okay. So when you're talking to people, listen. Because you could be saying, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and you should not be saying, mm-hmm, to what they're saying. Okay? So when people are talking to you, listen. Because if someone's saying something, you should just stop and look at them. You could do a side note, you know, side face. And then they'll stop and say, what? And then you could say, uh, I disagree with that. Okay? There are times we have to disagree with people. Anyway, that was, that was for free. Okay, let me go back. All right, so a two-way conversation. How does the Lord speak to us? Through the Word. Okay, ministering uh, speakers, other people speaking to you. Holy, Holy, come on now, come on. Holy Spirit, you got to be listening so that you can pray often having a two-way conversation, okay? Stay alert with your eyes wide open in gratitude. Now, stay alert. Let's talk about that. Pay attention to what is going on around. Pay attention physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually. We're going to break them all up, okay? Physically. My dad, when we go into restaurants, and of course, the older I got, I uh, figured this out, but we would go into restaurants and my dad would have to sit in a certain spot 
all the time. Even if you were going towards that spot, he would say, no, 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 I need to sit there. And so I did ask, what is this? What's the deal, dad? And he said, whenever I'm sitting down, I need to be able to see who's coming in this restaurant and who is leaving, right? Okay, there's another one. Okay, there's another daddy. Okay, you got to pay attention. You need to know what is going on. Pay attention to the physical of what's going on around you, okay? Then emotional. Now, just like I've already told you all about my eyes, okay, they are deteriorating. This little thing right here is called an earth suit, okay? It's just for the earth, okay? But let me just tell you, just like a brand new car, when you take that thing out of the car lot, what happens? Come on. That's the same thing that's going on with the body, okay? Please know it's going to happen to y'all's body too. If you're in your 20s around here, enjoy it. Enjoy your little earth suit, okay? It will change. All right. But that's okay. Because guess what else happens? Your mental also changes as well. You become wiser. You pay attention to things. You begin to become self-aware. I tell you, my 20s, y'all, I thought I was grown. I was a child. Okay. Right. And then my 30s, I begin to see, oh, I don't actually like that. Um, I don't really like that. Oh, I love that. Mm, I don't really like that. And I actually, at the time, had a therapist. Yes, please. People, please get yourself a therapist, okay? <laughs> please. And get yourself a holy field therapist. But anywho, okay, side note. And so I began to learn more about yourself. You've got to be self-aware. You have to know yourself. Because when you know yourself, then you can communicate with other people. Okay, Jesus, I did not like the way she just looked at me, but it's not her, it's me. Why didn't I like that? Oh, Vonda, you didn't like that because that reminded you of that. Ah, thank you, Lord, because it's not them, it's me. But you have to be emotionally aware, mentally aware. Okay, we're about to do an exercise, okay? Now, listen, everybody who was in the first service, don't open up your mouth, and I mean that. So we're about to do an exercise, okay? And we're talking about mental, all right? So here we go. I need you to think about yourself. You are a bus driver, okay? You're going to be driving a bus, okay? What are you going to do? Perfect. All right, you're driving a bus and you're going to the first stop, okay? And on the first stop, 20 people come off. No, no, excuse me. Sorry. Wrong thing. First stop, 50 people come on the bus, okay? 50 people on the bus. Got it? How many people on the bus? Excellent. It's a big bus. Second stop, the second stop, 20 people come off of the bus and seven people get on the bus. You with me? Okay. Excellent. All right. The third stop, 10 people get off the bus and 15 people get on the bus. You with me? Okay. What color is the bus driver's eyes? Okay. Right there. Tell me, why are they brown? Come on, girl. There you go. Let's give a round of applause. Everybody, come on. Go ahead, girl. Go ahead. Appreciate that. Now, look at here. When somebody did that to me, I said, I don't know the eye colors of the bus driver. You didn't even tell me that. That's what I did. And they said, I did tell you, you are the bus driver. How often do we get distracted on things, Right? But we're supposed to be praying diligently, paying attention to things. So sometimes you've got to be very careful and very mindful of the enemy. Please raise your hand if you know you have an enemy. 
Oh, thank you, Jesus. Good. That's so wonderful. Because I was going to say, if y'all don't know you have an enemy, we need to talk, okay? Because you have somebody that only wants to kill from you. He wants to rob you. He wants to steal from you. He wants to destroy you. And like, those are his goals. Like, that's it. You need to know that so that you can know what to do as you are in this spiritual warfare. Yeah. But we have to pay attention. We don't always get it right the whole time. This young lady, and, and just so you know, she works for a Lancaster. I'm just saying. Now, I work for Lancaster too, and I didn't get it. But anyway, so mentally, you got to be involved mentally. And then spiritually, there is a spiritual warfare that's happening right now. Right now, there is warfare that's happening. And Thank you, Jesus. If you have chosen to have the Lord live in your life, if he is your savior, good news for you, you're on the winning team. That's all I got. Thank you. You're on the winning team, people. Hello. If you don't know the Lord, no worries. There's still time for you. You can be on the winning team. You are right now on the losing team, but that's okay because you have an opportunity to be on the winning team, even though the congregation acted like the winning team wasn't even worth anything. But anyway, we're going to keep going, y'all. Last week, uh, Pastor Sherry, I say Pastor Sherry, the pastor's wife, Sherry, she spoke about being thankful and so how many times do we often or do we really think about who God is in our lives? This week, one day, I literally sat down and was just thinking about who Vonda was before Jesus and who Vonda is now. And of course, when you begin to think that, you, all you can say is thank you, but in your mind, you're going, that's not enough. But the only thing that comes out is thank you. And then you're going, but that's not enough. Thank you, but that's not enough. And so you're just like, Lord, I don't know what else to do. Be obedient. And it's like, you got it. You got it. Whatever you say, whatever you need, I will figure this thing out with your help. Being thankful. We are supposed to stay alert with eyes wide open in gratitude. Being thankful for who the Lord is in our lives. All right, let's move on. Uh, simple Connections, part two. I, I should probably just look at my notes and not that because I can't see it anyway. <laughs> Here we go. Don't forget to pray for us that God will open doors for telling the mysteries of Christ. Even while I'm locked up in this jail. <laughs> Even while what? I'm locked up in this jail. We should be praying. The last time I was here, we talked about um, considering it what? Pure joy. We talked about those who? Those pop what? Those pop quizzes, right? But guess what? Life happens. Life happens. In November, my daughter, if you all don't know, uh, she's living in New York. Pray for her if you ever think about her. She's living in New York. And she was in New York and um, in her 20s. And y'all know about people in their 20s, right? 
Anyway, she's in her 20s, and all of a sudden, her body started to just shift and change. She was in the hospital. She went to the emergency room. She stayed in the hospital, and life is happening, and I'm here in Tennessee going, Lord, what is going on? She doesn't know every time we talk to her, Mom, I don't know what the doctors are saying. I'm like, what? You don't know what the doctors are saying? They don't know. I'm thinking the doctors do know what's going on. You just don't know because you're 25 thinking you're grown. Anyway, so... (laughs) I'm just like, what is happening? What is going on? So things are just getting serious. Um, What happened was there was a hole in her intestines. And so things were coming out of her intestines, right? Well, we know about that without us getting, you know, too graphic. And then an abscess created itself around it. So her body, because God created it and God knows all things, was doing all kinds of things. But I'm over here in Tennessee and I don't know what's going on. And so one night, uh, Kevin and I, I I called Kevin. I'm like, Kevin, I think, in case y'all don't know, Kevin is my boss. So I was like, Kevin, I think I'm going to have to leave. I think I'm going to have to leave and go to New York. I don't know what's going on. JC keeps telling me this. She doesn't really know what's going on. I don't know what's happening. And so we both prayed. And while he's praying for me, he's saying, Lord, when Vonda sees JC on FaceTime, because I was going to FaceTime her, she will know within her heart if she needs to go or if she needs to stay, right? And so the next day comes and um, I'm actually at the urgent care about to find out if I'm positive of COVID. Now look, I said, now Jesus, we already prayed. If you would have told me, I would have been just fine. If you said, Vonda, stay, I would have stayed. I mean, why do we have to go through the COVID? You know, like, what is going on? And sure enough, I was positive. And so I'm just like, okay, well, it looks like the answer is I'm not going. Okay, so I'm, I'm going to be here. So I got my child in New York, and, uh, and we don't know exactly what's going on with her. I'm in Tennessee, and I got COVID. I'm locked up for 10 days, right? And then other people I know are locked up for 10 days as well. We locked up, right? But guess what I was doing? I was ministering. I was ministering to people. Vonda, you good? Oh, yeah, I'm good, because this is JC. And this is what I said. She's in God's hands, right? And, and, and then I got COVID. Now, y'all, I wasn't expecting COVID, okay? But I got it. And here's COVID, and here's Vonda. And I said, eh. I'm in the Lord's hands, but I'm talking to people on the phone, ministering to them. I'm talking to people because why? Because I may have been locked up, but God's still on the throne. Yeah. And so that's what we do when we connect with people. It does not matter what's going on. I don't know what's going on with my child. At the end of the day, Lord, she may pass, but then she'll be with you. I mean, you know, what can I say? Or you can keep her here and she can continue living life. Uh, Lord, you can take me. And the worst thing that happens to me is I'm with Jesus, right? But we keep on going. So we have to make sure that we are in a place where we are praying regardless. Okay. Next. I forget that I'm the one in control. Pray that every time I open my mouth, I'll be able to make Christ plain as day to them. I'm going to read that again. Pray that every time I open my mouth, I'll be able to make Christ plain as day to them. Now, listen, I love the word of God and I'm not going to take it back. But there's sometimes where I read it and it goes. That's me going in slow motion like somebody's punching me like. Right. That's a good punch. Every time I open up my mouth. (laughs) Now, we're going to have fun. I want you to think about today. Just today. Every time you opened up your mouth, did you make Christ plain? Oh, oh, sorry. I forgot to tell you. I'm not talking about when you came to church with your church mouth. I'm talking about when you were at home before you got to church. 
I'm talking about when you were driving in a car with your husband and he's telling you what you need to do, mouth. When you opened up your mouth to talk to him, did you make Christ plain? I don't know. I'm talking to the men who, you know, of course, ladies, we need just a little bit more time to get ready. I'm talking when you were sitting there and you were ready and she's screaming, hold on, give me a second. You think we about to be late, girl. Were you making Christ snow out your mouth? I don't know. It was a gut punch to me. Right. Okay. We need to think about the things that we say. Every time we open up our mouth, it says we need to be making Christ plain to them. Let's keep going. Simple Connections Part 3. Use your heads as you live and work among outsiders. Is that another gut punch? Yeah, yeah. Okay, somebody's telling the truth. Thank you. Use your heads as you live and work among outsiders. Well, who are outsiders? People who don't know Christ. Would you agree? Okay. Outsiders can also be people that are outside of your circle. Yeah, yeah. Could be people who are your in-laws outside of your you know, I mean, she's my in-law. She's family, but she ain't really family. You know, those people. Outsiders could be many different people, right? But this is what God is saying to us, that we need to use our heads. People, we got to think about the things that we say. Bottom line, think. Think before you open your mouth. It's so simple. But your pastor said earlier, he said some things are simple, but what? Okay, Pastor, you got people who pay attention at your church. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. Y'all passing all kinds of tests. That's so great. It's not always easy, but we need to think about the things that we say. And guess what? Sometimes we hit the bat like the baseball player, and we like, oh, yeah, I did that, Jesus. And then sometimes it goes nowhere, right? Sometimes we fail. It's natural. But are you in a place where you can apologize? How are you when the Lord says, you need to go back and fix that? I need to fix it. <laughs> I mean, is she coming to me to fix it first? Because I'm not even the one in the wrong, Jesus. And guess what, guys? Sometimes you're not. <laughs> That's true. Sometimes you're not, in, you're not in the wrong. But you need to apologize for your attitude. Or you might need to apologize for the way that you said something. Yeah, this is what God is saying to us, how we need to connect to each other. Let's keep going. Make the most of every opportunity. A friend of mine, she uh, at our church, the church that I attend, we have testimonial time. And she was testifying about a time that she was at Dollar General did y'all know that Dollar General, there's some Dollar Generals going out of business? Yeah, some of y'all did. Let me just say, uh, Dollar Generals going out of business, people, they have like 80% off sales. <laughs> All you have to pay is 20%. Okay, that's good. Okay, I'm just saying. So I, I'm just trying to give y'all information. That's all. Just trying to give you information. Use it. Don't use it. It's up to you. Anyway, she was there. She was at the Dollar General, and there was a very long line. 
80% off. I can understand why. There was a very long line, and she said she had a cart full of things, and she turned behind to see, you know, how long the line was. She could already see in front of her, and she turned around, and there was a young man behind her. I don't know his age. I always say young man. Anywho, it was a man behind her, and he only had one item. And when she turned around, the Holy Spirit said, let him go in front of you. <laughs> this is what she said to the Holy Spirit. He can wait in the line just like everybody else. Sometimes we do that, you know, yeah. But she kept thinking about it, kept thinking about it. And so she was thinking, I know, Lord. So she did it. She turned around. She said, sir, you can get in front of me. Oh, I also like to act things out. I guess I probably shouldn't turn around. Let me go this way. So uh, she said, sir, you can go in front of me. You can go in front of me. Um, You only have one thing. Oh, no, 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 no. It's fine. It's okay. It's fine. I can wait right here. No, 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 no. Seriously. Come in front of me. Well, he did. And so she got up. She went to pay for all of her things. But she noticed this doesn't seem right. You know, I've got all of this and the amount is not, you know, she thought in her head how much the things would be. And I guess her face kind of showed it. And the cashier said, oh, yes, the man in front of you, he put $20 on your cart. Wasn't that a blessing? She used every opportunity. Now, she didn't do that for that, right? But apparently it moved him. Yeah. And so it moved him and then it moved him to do something else. Wouldn't it be great if we lived in a world where we were moved? Where by one thing that you do, it moves someone to do someone else and then someone else does something else. Right. Anyway, anywho, take the opportunity, every opportunity that you get, use it. Okay. Next one. The next one says, um, Okay, I got to put my glasses on because I realize that that's a little longer than what I have. It says, be gracious in your speech. The goal is to bring out the best in others in a conversation, not put them down, not cut. Yeah, not cut them out. Well, the reason why that's a little larger is because when I was focusing on this, I I just started to focus on the goal is. How many of you all in here are purpose oriented? Like you're very, you're a purposeful person. I am. I'm very purposeful. And so when I saw this, I saw the goal is, and I was just like, oh, okay. All right, here we go. The goal is to bring out the best in others. I can really stop right there. Okay. But it continues in a conversation, not put them down, not cut them out. Okay. Um, that's not easy. So every time I'm having conversations with people, I'm supposed to bring the best out of them. Y'all, sometimes I have conversations with people and I don't even think the best is in them. (laughs) Think about it. But the goal is to bring out the best of the person in a conversation. Now, I didn't talk about this, but I'm going to talk about this right now because I've definitely, even though I've had some gut, you know, punch things, I'm definitely in a place right now where I go, Lord, how in the world am I supposed to do that? Right? I I don't know about you all. I speak to him very plainly. You know, we, our relationship is he's real with me. I'm real with him. We we don't have anything to hide. Right? Um, He's not changing. I'm the one who needs to change. So I might as well be as real as I can with him because he can see everything in me anyway. 
How am I supposed to do this? Well, you all know that God is a trinity. Yes? Tell me who he is. Okay, and you do know that we were created in his image, yeah? You do know that you have a trinity within you, yeah? Who are they? Very good. I'm going to do this from left to right. Okay, spirit, yeah? Who's next? Very good. Body, flesh, that <laughs> this little wonderful earth suit. <laughs> anyway, so we got the spirit, we got the soul, and we have the flesh, right? And we have the spirit because God created man. He said, come let us make man in our image. That's our spirit, right? And then we had earth suits, okay? And so I'm here to tell you that if you don't have the Lord in your life, if the Holy Spirit is not running your life, you have it all flipped upside down, okay? Okay, now... And I'm really speaking to people who do not know the Lord Jesus Christ as their savior. Your leading thing is your flesh. That's what leads you, your flesh. Then there's the soul. Then you have the spirit, right? And if you're not careful, your flesh will do everything for you. Your soul is where you're supposed to be thinking about things, but your flesh will do it first, right? Remember those pop quiz we talked about? Somebody driving in front of you. I'm sorry, what in the world? You know, yeah, all that. My flesh just went straight into it. I didn't even have time to think. Yeah, you got to be real careful because if you don't have the Holy Spirit, which the Holy Spirit brings it here, Spirit, the Spirit speaks to me. The Spirit is leading me. And then I get an opportunity to make a decision. It's early in the morning. I'm sleeping. My husband's sleeping, but we both seem to wake up. And he says, hey, Bonnie, can you go get me some coffee? Well, if I'm listening to the Spirit, the Spirit will say to me, Fonda, go ahead and get out of the bed and make him coffee. And then the Spirit and I, or I, my soul thinks, uh, in this Saturday, I mean, you know, like, I mean, you can't get up and get your own coffee. You got two legs just like I do, right? <laughs> like, we're, come on. And so, okay, okay. I don't even drink coffee, uh, but I, I'm going to get up and I'm going to fix your coffee just for you, right? Now, if the Holy Spirit... It's leading me. Y'all quit laughing. Y'all know stuff like this happens all the time, okay? <laughs> Always trying to make it seem like it's just me. So here we are. I'm having my, this conversation. My flesh is just waiting, okay? Now, if, I ain't care, if my flesh is standing like this, if I ain't careful, my flesh is going to speak for me, right? Right, because you can tell the sass is all in it already. Like, I'm sorry, what? Here we are. Here we are. And the spirit is saying, yes, Vonda, because everything that you do to your husband, you do it unto me. Right. I got to read the word. Right. Remember, we had to have the two way conversation. He's already told me you do things unto me. So it's not like you're making coffee for Matthew Spencer Colbert. You're making coffee for Jesus Christ. Woo! Get up. Right. Right. And then my flesh can move now. It, but if it's the total opposite. <laughs> I'm not even going to have fun. Like, I really want to right now. I really want to right now. But I'm not going to do that because we got to move on. You have got to have the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is what is going to help you to do all of these things that we're discussing. And it says here in Galatians, it says, Galatians 5, 22, 23. But the fruit that comes from having the Holy Spirit in our lives is love, joy, peace, not giving up, being kind, being good, having faith, being gentle, and being the boss over your desires. You have to have the Holy Spirit in order to do that. You cannot do that without the Holy Spirit. It is impossible, people. You need to know that. 
But it says the goal is to bring out the best out of others in conversations, not to put them down, not to cut them down. You've got to listen. People, we got to listen. You've got to listen to other people when you're in conversations with people. You have to listen and not just listen to the person. I see you beautiful. Not just listen to them, but listen to the Holy Spirit. Often, very often, I will get into conversations and I will for a second say, Lord, please help me. Help me to know what I'm supposed to say. Help me to know what's going on. Help me to hear what's happening. Because sometimes they need to hear directly from the Lord, not Vonda. Now, if the Holy Spirit is living in Vonda, then guess what? They are hearing from the Holy Spirit through me. We got to listen to people. Then you got to get to know people. You have to get to know them. It's interesting when you know someone and you know the, uh, the background of someone, things are different. You know, the scripture says love, love cov- covers a multitude of sin. Yeah. Do you know that love also means getting to know people? Getting to know them and then you recognize and you can have compassion. I'm not saying that you're condoning what they're doing, but you have compassion behind the why of what they're doing. And then you can speak to them and you can love them. Here's the thing. As the worship team comes, comes on or comes to the stage, we already said that we need to love God and we need to love others the way that God loves us. We need to treat people the way we want to be treated. But out of everything that I've shared, the Lord has said to us all of these simple things that we need to do in the book of Colossians. But I am here to tell you, you cannot do any of these simple things without the Holy Spirit. Without the Holy Spirit, they are impossible. Forget simple. They are impossible. So as you are in your life, as you are even right now listening to the sound of my voice, it's a good time. Lord, am I filled with your spirit? If you do not know the Lord, I got an opportunity for you. You can get to know him today. You can ask him into your heart today and he can change everything in your life. And you can ask him for the Holy Spirit so that you will be able to walk this out. We are connecting to God and we are connecting with each other. But if we don't have him, we cannot So, Lord, as the worship team is going to sing to us and we're about to usher back into a speaking of how wonderful you are, open up our hearts to see exactly where we are. If we need more of you, if we need a refilling of you, prick their hearts to ask. Your word says that if we ask anything in your name, which means what is of your will. And it is your will that none should perish. It is your will that we have you. And so we ask these things of you in Jesus name. Amen. Guys, stand with us. We're going to close in worship with those who are going to minister, come forward, any elders, staff that we have in the house. There's an anointing here on a call. If you, um, you'd like to receive the Holy Spirit, come and pray. If you've never asked Jesus into your heart, come. Today's the day of salvation. As we worship together, you come.